0: His name is Alex Nadelkovich, and you are listening to the only reporter in the city who's going to get that name right. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. Pick up on the pattern there. And this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Alex Nedeljković, needless to say, for those of us of Serbian heritage, is part of the tribe, as we will often refer to ourselves. You can be born somewhere else, as I was in Pittsburgh, as Nedeljković was, in Parma, Ohio, but you don't really ever fall far from that particular tree. It's just kind of how we are. Another thing about how we are, and maybe you picked up on some of this from listening to this program, we can be a little bit feisty. We start world wars. We do warlike things. We are, in general, and there's always a generalization for every nationality, for every race. That's just life if you're being real. And when it comes to Serbs, There's a competitive edge. There's the best men's tennis player in the world in Novak Djokovic. There's the best men's basketball player in the world now in Nikola Jokic. There've been many, many other examples in many, many other sports, but the common denominator has always been that competitive element. And Nedeljkovic is not the greatest goaltender in professional ice hockey. He's never been that. But he keeps getting NHL contracts from teams. Just got one last year from Steve Eiserman to come in and be part of the goaltending mix that the Red Wings had. He was with the Hurricanes before that. Heck, he was Carolina's number one goaltender in the playoffs. And before any of that, he was helping Mike Vellucci, the Penguins' current assistant coach, Win a Calder Company in the AHL with the Charlotte Checkers. He was the main guy. He was the driving force. Bellucci swears by him. A lot of people swear by him in large part because they love his fight. They love his competitive spirit. They love how he is when he's battling to see the puck, to win the puck. I'm going to repeat, this is not someone who has Great career statistics or a great career trajectory for that matter. He's 27 years old. He is who he is. But coaches love him because of everything that I just described, in addition to a work ethic, in addition to a demeanor about him that doesn't take a back seat to anybody. And what I have been told, and this was at the most recent development camp scrimmage by someone who would know it was Vellucci who recommended Nedelkovic, and it was for the reasons that you would hope it would be. This management team as I've been mentioning just this week on this program wants to make sure that Tristan Jari is always feeling a push. If you think about Jari's surroundings the past couple of seasons, it's been him and Casey DeSmith and nobody else and literally nobody else at any level. So he can look across the way and they do sit across from each other in the home locker room at PPG Paints Arena, as well as at the practice facility in Cranberry. And he can look over there and say, that dude is not taking my job. There is no circumstance under which he's beating me out. Oh, it might happen for a short spell, but all I got to do is get hot for a game or two, and I'm right back in the saddle again. And if you're Kyle Dubas, and of course, this is also with input from Mike Sullivan, I have no doubt, you see the situation that you have with Jari. You see the contract that you just signed with Jari. You believe for real in the talent that you've got with Jari, but you understand that he needs motivating factors, he needs somebody pushing him, he needs somebody to not verbally threaten him, but to have their presence threaten him, and I'm going to say this now a third time for emphasis, Nadelkovich is not that guy, meaning he's not going to outperform anybody on the way to this or that, but he might beat out to Smith. He just might. I don't know how many people realize that the Penguins currently have not one, not two, not even three. They have four goaltenders, four NHL goaltenders in the fold. Do you even know? Does anybody even know that Magnus Helberg is on this team? He's 31 years old. He's been around the NHL, mostly a minor league guy, but he's yet another one. And he also was in Detroit last season, incidentally. The idea here is to build up a pack of people and make sure that you at least have yourself a backup who can come into play, who can come into camp and make a difference and let Jari feel something. They, the Penguins, from what I'm told, like that component of having Nedeljkovic in the fold. I'm not sure I can vouch for the wisdom of paying for all this goaltending when there's you know not all that much cap space but there might be other ways to address that over the course of a longer winter there might be a way maybe you move somebody or whatever but for now just sending the message just letting Jari know we have other people here and they're willing to show you up if not necessarily on the ice maybe off the ice I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that when we come back J1Q J1Q comes from David, who says, DK, I had a thought while walking Henry. I'm going to assume Henry is David's dog. (laughs) Let's just proceed. Mike Sullivan seems to have one coaching vision, but not the skaters to support it. If Tristan Jari is the goaltender, Penguins need to clear the crease. And if they don't, whatever else goes on won't ultimately matter. I just don't understand the vision. David, I'd love to dispute this. I'd love to come up with some kind of cogent argument to counter it. I really would. If only because we'd then be having a much healthier discussion about the state of the Penguins. But honestly, I can't until I see with my own eyeballs that Sullivan's made an adjustment toward what seems to be getting discussed more and more within the facility. Earlier this week, for example, Lars Eller and Noel Achari, two newcomers for the bottom six forward crop, were on a conference call with reporters and they both talked openly about how they've been told by management they're looking for the bottom six to dig in and not give up anything. That was the subject of our show yesterday, in fact. And I like that i i I thought that was a good thing as i said yesterday what i don't understand is how it dovetails with everything else that's going on and you seem to be in support of that now listen i'm going to skip past your your thing about jari we're going to talk about jari tomorrow because he's actually scheduled to talk with us reporters today at 2 p.m be the first time he's spoken since that night in columbus But to the rest of it, to clearing out the front of the net, yet again, another subject I brought up just this week on the show, to defending, I I don't know where it is. And if there isn't some systematic change to move with it, if Sullivan's approach is still to pretend that Carl Hagelin, Nick Benino, and... Five years ago, Phil Kessel are still available to him to throw over the boards. Then I don't know what's going on either. I think you're going to need to see this coach try some different things. It's not just going to be be hard to play against or whatever. There's There's got to be more to it. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think we'll see it in training camp, but I think we might start to see it. We'd have to start to see it in at least a couple of the preseason games. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we will do another one of these tomorrow again on Jari.